big Facebook man. Posting lies about my life, which no one else can. Filters on my face to disguise my age. So money that I don't have is what is on my page. Why don't you come and drink my tea? It's called living a fake Facebook live dream. Did it post a pic of me? But it's pizza and burgers for dinner, you know what I mean. A snapshot of vacations that I got from money to take. Since you know all of my sports car, you know that it's a fake. Got my love loaded up with things that aren't even true. Pretending on Facebook is my thing, it's my thing too. Friends, which I've never done met. A pick of my lunch is what you're gonna get. A heart a post of your baby, say it's one darn cute kid. But I lied, cause it's ugly, that's called an online fib. I talk about success in my job and the pending promotion. But in reality, it's a psych, cause I got a demotion. Only the fake Facebook man. Face to disguise my age. Show money that I don't have as good as on my page. Why don't you come and join my team? It's called Nothing Facebook Live Dream. You block me on Facebook without a judge, jury, or trial. I'll be creeping you the next day with a shiny new profile. See a pic of my family? Yeah, we're having a good time. Well, the joke's on you. We have not talked in eight months or nine. I'll tell you about the weather and the stuff you don't need to know. I'll fake a good illness so the sympathy will grow. I'll ask you to donate to my made-up cause and post selfies on the daily that ain't breaking no laws. So don't judge the life of the fake Facebook man pretending to be happy like no one else can. There he is. How you doing? Okay, so let me ask you a question right off the bat. So tomorrow we are going to the Bell Store on Park Road Square, and yes. someone's going to win three hundred dollars. Yep, three hundred dollars in store credit from Sean yeah. and Joel, and there's a, a bit of a, a, I guess, an enticing prize uh, at the end of the dangling carrot. What is it? Well, dangling carrot, Kinsman. Let's knock it off with that talk. We're right. going to go wash someone's vehicle, but. I I put yeah. you to the test. You know, I watched you wash your own vehicle and I don't know how good you are at this. And, and I told you, you had to buy some of these like weights here. Yeah. So five pounds, 10 pound weights. Yeah. You, need, you need to, you put some umph into uh, the, the squeegeeing, but yes, yeah, so, someone, someone's vehicle will be in tip top condition. And again, if uh, you have a current bell plan, doesn't even matter if you have a bell plan, you're going to have $300 in store credit. Let's say you're on the, the brink here. You, you want to upgrade to the world's fastest network. Well, you can uh, jump on over with that 300 bucks. Technically, the $300 for someone who wins that tomorrow 
You can walk in. Chantel and Joel can set you up with any phone in there at uh, the zero. There's, a, I think, a ton of them at the $0 price. You don't have to pay anything up front. Walk in with pocket lint, and uh, you, you, got, you, you have your new plan. Okay. Yes, they're the best, but I'm more worried about your washing the vehicle skill. Are, are no, my, you my, start- my, my, my vehicle washing skills will be good. I do promise. you start with the shop back first, or are you going to do the outside first? Uh, you know what? Sometimes I'll, I'll start, I'll do the vacuuming first and then kind of finish it off with the good old wash on the outside. Mm. All right, Kinsman. I'm going to have my checklist there for uh, use one of your cliches. Make sure you get every nook and cranny, right? Nook and cranny. <laughs> <laughs> I've been hanging around you what, for nine months now. Yeah. Yeah. I'm starting to rub off the, the cliches are rubbing off on you. And uh, Lori says, hello, Mr. Klomp and Kins. Uh, Terry says, Hey, Jamie and Mark hope all is well with both of you and staying safe. Yes, Terry, we are. Thanks so much. Amanda St. Jean says, hi boys. There's Gary Bailey. Hi guys. Hello there, Gary. Uh, Gary. Always tuning in. Carol and Skip. Uh, good evening, everyone. Yeah, it, kettlebell. That's right. There you go. I don't know if Mark's been using this though, Joanne. <laughs> Have you, Kinsman? You've been you, you've been working out. Working out. Ten, ten, ten and five five pound uh, kettlebells. Joanne says, uh, "Hey everyone, uh, blockbuster guy, always tuning in. Just sit there and Jamie do all the work. There you go. He he's on my side, clump. Like like usual <laughs> that would just be called the regular day kids but it is yeah i've got uh, i've got I've, I've got the support out there yeah i know yeah, they, they they see a razzing me on the show once in a while they uh they they, they they come back in spades that's right right who else is out there tonight uh there's marie there's uh Marielle. hey guys behave lol we we, we sure will thanks for tuning in uh, tonight Got uh, Ryan saying hello, guys. Everybody tuning in for their seven o'clock slot here. Joanne, I survived a bear issue today. LOL. Oh yeah, L- lots of bears in the porcupine community, my friend. Right. Yeah. Bear. Bear. Bear listening. is uh, just a common occurrence up here. Do you? A bear is a bear is actually allowed to vote in the upcoming federal election. That's how. Uh, like. That's how, that's, how, that's how common they are. Yeah. So we have, okay. So I got to tell you, we have an awesome guest tonight, uh, Lavari. This guy, okay, let me tell you something about this. He's, he's reality star, music star. And the, the, the most thing that I'm very envious of and very proud and happy for him, a little jealous too. He's, he's, he's in all these awesome, like cult, I'll call them cult horror movies, but I just love this scene and he's just exploding onto it. And, uh, mostly importantly, he's a real awesome guy, real genuine down to earth, uh, kind person, but, uh, we're, we're so proud to, we're, we're going to bring him on here shortly. Kinsman. We're going to bring him on all the way from Atlantic city. We'll find out how oh. things are going uh, south of the yep. border. And I uh, don't know if he's ever been to Canada, but uh, he does have a tie to Canada. We'll uh, we'll tell you in just a, a few minutes. All right. Well, I'm going to bring him on. Are, yeah, are, are you ready? Lavari on. I, uh, I'm right. ready to bring the guy, the one, the only Lavari on the show. Where is he? There he is. There he is. Hey, good evening, gentlemen. How you doing, Lavari? I'm great. I'm so honored to be on the show, guys. Thank you so much. Thank hey, you. No thanks for, thanks for all, joining us tonight. You know, first of all, Mark, look how great dress lavarius like he's always how much if, if i go into your uh, closet lavari you it must be filled with great fashion right it's it's actually not a lot i i, I try to i try to keep i try to keep people entertained 
So I, I try not to wear the same thing more than twice. Mm. <laughs> so, so my closet is actually pretty bare, to be honest with you guys. Mm. It, it's pretty bare because, because of that reason. I, I like to switch it up a lot. And we own three Kins and Clomp t-shirts, and that's the end of our that's right. I can't wait to own one of those. I definitely want to rock one of those. Yeah. Well, there you go. We, we, we actually have a new merch site, uh, Lavari. You can hop online and order yours and have them sent direct to uh, Atlantic City. That's uh, that's yeah. how convenient it is. Yeah, that's Definitely right. will. Thank you. Yeah, that's right. So, no let's, so, so folks that, that, that don't know, tell us a little, little bit about love. There's so many things to talk about, but maybe like right from the beginning, what came first for you? Was it the passion for music? Yes. When I was um, three years old, I used to, I remember three years old and I would be camping with my parents and I had a wooden block. It was literally just a block made of wood and I would just sing into it. And there were three artists that I kept singing over and over again. It was the Bee Gees, the Village People, and Donna Summer. So I, <laughs> and I just kept singing and just always wanted to sing. And, and then as I got a little older, maybe seven or eight years old, I said, oh, I want to I wanna do movies too. And, and it was always specifically horror movies that I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. The, 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 music, the music came first. The music came first, yeah. And then starring and scaring people came second, or maybe when you were beginning to become a, a singer, did you scare anybody with uh, the BG singing uh, Donna Summer back in the day? I it, it depends on what critic you ask. There's some people that there's some people that love my falsetto, and there's others that 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 say it's like a cat dying. You know, it's it, it's fifty fifty with me. It's it's definitely fifty fifty with with me. You know, it, it's very extreme. There, there is diehard. I call, I call them my L fans. L fans is diehard L fans, and there's people that that absolutely hate me. So it's fifty fifty for sure. Well, yeah, th 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 there's always going to be a mix. So for you, when we'll talk to the music, then I really want to get into the horror movies. But mm -hmm. musically speaking, like when was the first sort of breakout for you that you recorded something, you released it, and you said things are going on the right track when was that so, so i moved out fairly early i moved out fairly early um on my own i was about 19 years old when i moved out um i, I grew up in queens new york so i moved to the lower east side and um i was working two jobs working on a demo so th this actually was like in, in 1998 or yeah 1998 when this happened so um we're going back over 20 years ago um my first single though i didn't record until the 2000s so I had a freestyle single, which is popular. Free? Do you guys know what freestyle music is? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. So I had I had a freestyle single that still gets played to this day at like freestyle concerts, etc. Called These Tears, but I didn't write that song. See, I love writing music, so I didn't create a full length album until two thousand eight. Two thousand eight, and it was released in two thousand nine, called The Statement, um, and you know, I was excited about it. And that's when I started to, you know, get kind of known or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Because then I had a full album out. Mm -hmm. So around 2008, 2009. And then you released this album. And I guess as you release your first album, you learn a lot more about the business behind the music scene, right? Yeah. Well, the most important thing I learned was um, publicity wise, Unfortunately, I was with the record company. I'm, I'm, and I'm grateful. You know, I'm grateful to have put in an album with this company. But you know, they really didn't have a promotions department together. You know what I mean? So I am lucky where I can speak 
when I, you know, I can, I can speak my normal conversational tone with people. I know how to, how to also speak friendly business wise. You know what I'm saying? So I ended up being responsible for basically all of my press. I mean, I got myself on the front cover of um, a newspaper, which I was excited about. I got myself, you know, like in a few, like at the time, magazine blogs and recommendations. So it really helped me sharpen my social and business skills. That That's the thing that came out of it, came out of the first album. Uh, you thought I was going to say music, right? Musicality, but right. that's the first lesson I learned was was the business PR aspect of it. Yeah, it, it, it is a learning curve, especially when you're young and it's your first one and you learn things and you adapt and then not to jump too much forward. But, you know, the moment of love, you know, that album really rocketed you, correct? That's my break that this is the album that I feel is getting me known more, um, especially since um, you guys had it over there um, for it was number one for, mm-hmm. for a day on the iTunes pop chart yeah. in Canada. And that was amazing. Mm-hmm. Amazing. The iTunes chart changes. The iTunes chart actually changes every few hours. Okay. So it, it was number one for like two hours, and then throughout the day it was in the top ten. But it, it did reach number one at one point. I had that screenshot and everything. I was so proud. And then ultimately for the week, when they compiled everything for the for the entire week, it was number twenty eight for the entire week. But for a few hours, it was number one. Number one with, uh, I, I do believe at the, at the time you were at number one, it was 40,000 some odd views in Canada. So I don't know if you've made the trip to uh, Canada before, but at least your your song visited here and uh, is uh, doing really well in the iTunes charts still. Thank and up months ago, you were number one. So uh, that's uh, just recent. Yes, thank you. Thank you. It, uh, yeah, it was December. It was December of 2020. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thank you so much. The moment of love, though, right? The moment of love, the latest single. That's the one I, I think with the forty, with the forty k. Yeah, yeah. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. And then yeah, you, so, yeah, moment of love, definitely. Moment of love is the album mm-hmm. that's getting me known more outside outside of the U.S. And um, is that was that your question? I'm so sorry, Jamie. No, no, no. I definitely want to talk about the moment of love because you know when you Google Lavari, uh, mm-hmm. the moment of love is definitely tagged to your name um quite often and you know you, you, I, we've known each other for a while i have that album on my spotify list i love it and uh you, you also love to do a lot of collaborations right i know i know that you worked with adam barda uh you've mm-hmm. worked with different reality stars so is, is that something you're passionate about collaborating with other artists and you've worked with some pretty cool names so uh, um I'm, I'm grateful for your intro. I'm not a reality star per se, unless yeah. you want to count. I've been on, I, I'm not the star of any reality shows, but I've been on um, Match Game. I won Match Game and, you know, I'm, I'm going to be on Judge Jerry. I have a, my whole episode. I sued somebody. I'll be on Judge Jerry Springer. That's going to come out in a few weeks. Um, but I'm not like the star of any mm-hmm. specific reality show, but I've had the honor to work with several, such as Adam Barta such as the Real Housewives of New Jersey, um, Dolores Catania, Margaret Josephs, and Marge Sr., and Joe Benaggia. And it, the music video was directed by Brett Josephs, um, who's, who's uh, Margaret's stepson. So, yes, definitely. I love com- um, you know, collaborating with like-minded artists. And the Moment of Love album is actually an album of all cover songs, of all remakes, with the exception of No Day Like Today, which is an original song. And um, that album, the Moment of Love album is so special to me for so many reasons. But the number one reason is because it contains my very first Billboard charting single. So that that's my number one goal in life 
was to be on the Billboard shorts. And I had that, and to answer your question earlier, I had that goal since I was 12 years old. Mm-hmm. So I don't know why it was when I was 12 years old, but when I was yeah. 12 years old, I said, I want to be on the Billboard charts. That's my number one dream in life. So it finally happened a little over a year ago. So nice. that's why, of course, the Moment of Love album is, is so special to me because it's, you know, it has that song, No Day Like Today, duet with Adam Barta. Mm-hmm. And it's also special to me because a lot of people that I recorded, that I interpreted their songs on this album, a lot of them actually like my version of their song. So mm-hmm. Labouche, mm-hmm. the Euro dance group Labouche, they actually created the song Moment of Love. Now they're known for dance music. They're a dance music group, but they have very few ballads. Moment of Love was one of their very few ballads and I turned it around and made it into a dance song. So um, Lane McRae, one of the lead singers of Labouche, like he approved it, he loves it. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, cause sometimes you'll do a song and you may not get, you know what I'm saying? Like they may not like it or they may be insulted or they may think you suck. So the fact that he, the fact that he loves my version of the song and he helped promote it, you know what I mean? It's just, wow. Can you imagine that? Cause like it brought me back in the, and that song was because when I first moved out on my own in 1998, that was that album, their album called, it was actually called moment of love in the UK and in the U S it was called SOS. But that whole album got me through so much struggle then and so much sadness and particularly that song because it was so uplifting i didn't have i wasn't involved with anybody at the time i somebody actually broke up with me the first day that that um i moved into my apartment which really sucked that's why i had to get two jobs because i had to hold down this apartment now that somebody else was supposed to move in with me um that being said the moment of love song is a joy song so it just helped me put me in a happy place even though i wasn't necessarily in a happy place at the time you know what i mean so you know, just so much respect to Lane for doing that. Another song that I covered in the album is called Wonderful by Annie Lennox. Mm-hmm. Eurythmics, Annie Lennox. Annie Lennox is my favorite female vocalist of all time. So I didn't hear any response from Annie Lennox, but I interviewed her daughter, Lola Lennox, who's got a bunch of great songs out right now. And she um, recently was on the top 10 of the BBC radio station. She loves my verse. She told me herself she loves... Um, my version of her mom's song, Wonderful. So that's just amazing to hear, you know what I mean? So, and a lot of the songs that I did on this album, they're not songs, they're not, I I don't wanna use the word popular, but they're not the best known songs from these artists because a lot of songs that I like in an artist catalog aren't necessarily their singles. Right. So Moment of Love wasn't a single in the United States. Wonderful wasn't a single in the United States. So, So casual fans, may not even know these songs. You know, casual fans of these these artists and groups may not even know these songs, you know? How does it... So so in 2018, if I believe I'm right, you you were went to the Grammys, correct? Yes, 2018, I went to the Grammys, correct. So one, tell me about that experience. And I also read that you were uh, part of a, a, a webpage. You were in the best dress category. So it's a two. Oh, <laughs> right. Am I right? <laughs> well, according according to one according to one one <laughs> website, I think celebrity something website. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. But, yes. But that was an honor. Yeah. To, to tell us about like what is the experience of going to the Grammys like? It was definitely a dream come true. I I'm not gonna sit here and lie to you guys. I, I you know I wasn't nominated or anything, but I was on the board on the Recording Academy 
voting, as a voting member, my album at the time, The Rhythm of Life, made the first rounds of nominations. It didn't make, obviously, it didn't make the final round. But um, it was a beautiful experience. But I, I, I was up there. I wasn't like in the front row or anything. Like I was, I was pretty much in the middle. It was in Madison Square Garden. So um, I, I was pretty much in the middle. But that being said, they don't sell tickets to the Grammys. You can't buy tickets. And you can't, you can't even get the bootleg or anything because your name is actually, they give you the ticket and your name is on the ticket. They actually give you a ticket with your name on it. So, you know, that being said, you can't buy a Grammy ticket or anything. It was a great experience. I mean, it was, you know, um, it's long. So like if you, if you gotta, you know, if you gotta go take a leak or use the bathroom or whatever, and you gotta wait for them to do a commercial and then you gotta run out. And if you don't run in on time, you have to actually wait outside in the lobby. Cause remember it's a live broadcast, but yeah, it, it was great. It, it was, you know, it, it was really awesome just to be, it was just being there, being there. I was like, ah, I'm at the Grammys. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's, yeah. that's what it was. That, that, that's what I enjoyed more so than the, the people performing and everything. It was just the fact that I was actually there. You feel me? You still have the ticket stub uh, as a memento? Did you keep yes, that? I got you... you know I have it all. I have the ticket yeah. stub. I have. I even have the program book. I got everything. Absolutely. Everything. Now, any, I got any, the envelope. Any, I got the stories? envelope that it came in. <laughs> He's got it all, kid. Address right to you. <laughs> yes. Yes. Did, did, I got you have it any all. stories that you can tell us? Uh, you know, maybe you know. Did, did you stand in line at the urinal with uh, any? You know, uh, you know, uh, A-list a celebrities. Uh, someone buy a pop there at the Grammys. Who, no, uh, who, who and, 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 and I would have definitely, I would have definitely, uh, I would have definitely tried a urinal peek too. That way, I would have been able to get some get some details about about. But no, a lot of people weren't trying to use the urinal. They were trying to use it before before the show and all that. Um, so it was a pop in, pop out kind of thing. So no, Daniel Caesar. I met Daniel Caesar there though. He was one of the gentlemen that I met. Oh, and ironically, here, here, you want to talk about, I like, I don't know what you want to say, how you want to call this, but I, guess who I sat next to? You, you, you're not going to guess. R. Kelly's lawyer. Oh, <laughs> that's awesome. R. Kelly's that was, lawyer. That was who I was sitting next to, R. Kelly's lawyer. Right, right, right. He, 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 was R. Kelly at this one or what? He must 2018, or was he in jail by then? Uh, his lawyer was there. I don't, I, he wasn't sitting next to me. His lawyer was sitting next to me. Maybe he was busy. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, who knows? <laughs> R. Kelly. So we have, you, you know, Mark, like a, a lot of the people that watch this show, including you and I, especially me, love horror movies, all types. You know, yeah. from blockbusters to cult favorites to B-horror movies. And, uh, you know, I, I'm going to put up the banner at the bottom because you, you told me today, Labar, you know, you're going to be in five horror movies, 2021, 2022. So so let's talk about this because I'm a little jealous, very happy for you, but a little Thank jealous. You. And, uh, of course, happy first. But how did this all start? You have a passion for horror, I assume? Always, always since I was a kid. So yeah, that's what I was saying about the acting. Um, I always wanted to be specifically in horror movies. That was my thing. You know, if I ever get Hollywood level or whatever, wonderful. Who, who wouldn't want that? But I am happy to do my horror movies because that was my goal. When I was a kid, that is all I watched. Well, actually, first, I'm lying. I'm lying to y'all. First, when I was like four years old, my mom, I would always hear, I would always hear, um, 
people, my mom watching horror movies and I get scared. And I had nightmares anyway, but it wasn't from horror movies. I was just a kid that had a lot of nightmares. So I used to be terrified and hearing them in the other room, I used to be terrified. Then I don't know what happened. All of a sudden, when I was like eight years old, I just got interested in watching them, you know? And that's all she wrote because from there, it was just, I wanted horror, 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 horror. So my favorite franchise was was Friday the 13th. Now, I love, yeah. I love the Halloween franchise. I love Nightmare on Elm Street franchise. But out of Freddy Jason and Michael Myers, Jason was always my favorite. Um, yeah. When I was, you too? You too? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't uh, you can't go wrong with the, the original Friday the 13th. When they started getting into the space and all that, I'm like, okay, now they've just taken this and stretched it too far. But the original Friday the 13th, you know, before digital technology came in, that 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 was the the go to scare, you know, the scary movie. You know, Crystal Lake, everybody camping out, and uh, you know, and uh, of course going down the staircase, never turning the light on, and then Jason's down there with the big, uh, you know, the the big ass machete, right, to meet you. <laughs> so that's so. Uh, that's so do you, so you want to remind us what happens at the end of that movie? What's that? Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah, in the canoe. Do you remember that? Yeah. Uh, yes, yes, yes. Is uh, he he, come, he comes out uh, with the the chain on his neck, right from uh, beneath and, the lake. And he, right, and he jumps and he grabs, right. So yep. anyhow, so that 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 probably is one of the scariest, if not the scariest, moment in all the Friday the Thirteenth franchise. That I think, right. Yeah, so anyhow, so that so that Jason, that Jason, the original Jason Voorhees, um. He is in one of the films that I have a supporting role in called The Barn Part Two. And right. in that movie, I play Tony, which is actually my, my first name is actually Anthony Antonio. But in the movie, my character's name is Tony. And I play all of my scenes with Jason from Friday the 13th, Ari Lehman. No so kidding. I, yep. Ari Lehman and I have all my, all my scenes with Ari Lehman. And we just got finished doing a music video for the film. Oh, that that is so cool. Like, so, yeah, so it can expand into all your talent. So so you get to the set, let's just say the barn too. And, and obviously it, 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 it's a movie and they got to make it look dramatic and scary for the audience. But mm -hmm. when you're there, like, are you really like immersed in the character? Like if they say, Lavari, you know, I don't know if you, you die or not, but just to say you're dying in this scene. Are you thinking in your head, I want to make this like the most petrified death of all? Like, are you working your way towards that? Well, I have to tell you something. So first yeah. of all, being being in walking onto set the first day, yeah. You know, and th and this is not um I, I must say this because there is nothing wrong with doing extra work in background work. I've I've done a plethora of extra and background work throughout the years. I don't do it anymore, but I I have had my fair share of, of background extra work. But I just want to say these roles I'm doing now, they're they're speaking roles, they're supporting roles or feature roles, they're not background. So the so and the reason that I'm saying this is because Sometimes when I would walk onto set, when I do extra work or backer work, you know, I'd be impressed. But then I'm like, oh, you know, I wish I was doing a supporting role, whatever, but I'm happy, you know, I'm making money and whatever. So yeah. this was my first horror film where I have a supporting role, you know. Nice. So I'm walking on the set. And as I'm walking on set, my first thoughts are I am actually here with people that I idolized watching. I'm here. I'm about to do scenes with Jason my favorite horror film character of all time. And then my favorite horror film actress, and actually not even my horror film actress, 
just one of my favorite actresses, period, of all time is Linnea Quigley. And she, I also have a scene within this film with her. So here I am, and she signed a poster of mine when I, when I was 12 years old. There was a horror convention, and I went specifically just for her. You know what I'm saying? So this was another dream come true. Wow, and it's, it's actually, listen, it's actually thanks to Linnea that I got a bigger role. She championed for me to get a bigger role, actually, mm -hmm. um, to the director, Justin Seaman. Uh, big ups to Justin Seaman. Um, because I initially had a smaller role. And um, we, Linnea and I, have a, have a great friendship. We've had over the years. And, you know, I actually had a smaller role at first. And I was super excited to even have a tiny role. And she said, you know, I'm going to talk to the director. I'm going to ask if he can take a look at your reel, your acting reel. And at first I was like, no, I'm good. Don't want, because I didn't want to root. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't want to think I was like being a diva or whatever. Like, honestly, I was happy to be in one quick scene and whatever. And she's like, no, no. She's like, let me. I was like, are you sure he's not going to be mad? She's like, no, I'm just going to ask him if he'll look at your reel. And he did. And then he, Justin, and he came back to me and he said, you know what? I actually have a supporting role for you. You know, so. A million thanks to Linnea Quigley. But anyhow, that being said, walking on the set, I was like, I was like my eight-year-old self, to, to be real. I was, I couldn't believe it. Like, you know, I'm outside like this. I'm like, you know, hello, nice <laughs> to meet you. Right? Yeah, yeah. And inside, yeah. I'm like, oh my God, ah, yeah. Like for real, for real. Like my mind the whole time was like that. It, in my, my head was like an eight-year-old kid, you know, running around it was a dream come true it was no matter what i do from here on in that's always going to be like like my best memory of working on a film set because that's what you that's what i dreamed about being in horror movies then here's two people that i idolize and i'm yeah. on set doing scenes with them so yeah yeah it's pretty it was, cool it, it, it was pretty cool, cool. well it, 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 it's beyond cool and we had a couple of comments you know people are saying the same thing i'm doing you know it, it's it's on their bucket list they'd love to either visit a set or be in a horror movie so to me that that's a tremendous accomplishment and uh, so, so so you star in one horror movie and then you tell me today you got five coming out so it, yes. it, <laughs> Is this, is this going to be Lavari? Are, are we putting down the microphone? Are, like, are you going to be like a, a, focusing on horror movies? Like, how did this expand yes. from one to so many? Because being that it was my dream, that it was my dream, right, to to do these films. Being that it was my dream, I'm so sorry. I'm resting my leg up. Sorry if I move the camera. Are we good? Are we okay? Yeah. No, we're good. Okay. So, um, being that it was my dream to be in in horror movie or horror movies, I decided to go full force and just try to audition and or get in as many as I possibly could. And by the grace of God, it's happening. So, but I, I want to say one thing though. I, I want to say one thing, uh, you know, the, a lot of these, I'm not in them for long. Again, they're all, they're all supporting or featured roles, all speaking yeah. roles, but they're be, now being that I'm able to do five, in, in one year, you know, that, that means I'm only on set for like a few days for each one. So, you know, they're, they're, they're smaller roles, but they're roles. They're character. I have character names. I have lines. You're, have you're still in the credits at the end? My name is that. My That's name good. is the credits at the yeah. end. I have an actual name for each character. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My, name in, my name in the barn too is Tony. Yeah. My, name in, my name in Zombie Games is Ben Hillman. My name in Terror Tunes 4 is Jamie. 
My name in Appetite for Sin is Matt. And okay. my name in Thrust is Junkie, but not not a junk, not a drug junkie, meaning it's called Junkie spelled J-U-N-K-E-E. Mm-hmm. Which was my the hardest, the hardest of all of them to do, by the way. That's because right. I, I in, in Thrust, it's um kind of like it the rust is is a series uh like a kind of an anthology series it's, it's about like apocalyptic times and once again i'm with linnea quigley in that movie and i play one of her one of her dog man slaves <laughs> and we are like half dog half human okay so um junkie for junkyard it was the hardest one to do because man and this ain't giving anything away I was foaming, literally had a foam at the mouth. So I had to they put like Alka-Seltzer in my mouth and water and do it there. I had to keep, keep growling, like growls and crazy faces while I'm running on train tracks, trying to attack people. And then I get, I get, um, obviously fight scenes, getting stuff hit on me. And, and it, it was, it was the hardest one, the hardest one to do for sure. Yeah. yeah. And that's great. Sure. And just and just to be on the set and see how it's all put together, and mm-hmm. you know the creativity that goes behind. Like I love the the I, I don't know if I'm using the right term like cult horror movies, or or B horror movie, whatever. However, these are these them. are definitely more these are definitely more cult B horror movies for yeah, sure. They are to me th- those are always my favorite one because the there there's no limit on the creativity in these movies. You, Absolutely. You relax and some of the kill scenes in these movies are are, are amazing. oh oh wait till you without giving anything away i've got quite a few good ones <laughs> yeah now i'm not no, gonna is say it, is, is it you killing it. or is it you being killed Can I, you i'm not gonna say whether i'm doing it or yeah, it being yeah. done to me but i get they are special effects i actually all all well four five no yes there's special effects makeup for for me with me and all of them yes yeah. In every single one, there is nice. special effects. There, there's, and and they're not CGI like what you're saying, Jamie. Yeah. There, these are real. There, matter of fact, I want to give a huge shout out to Joe Castro. In my eyes, he's right up there with Rick Baker and Tom Savini. He did makeup on three of the five projects that I, that I'm on, mm-hmm. and just amazing, amazing work, amazing work. So yeah, it's um yeah, and they're all they're all different. Like um, so I talked about. Thrust, I, we, the Barn Two. I love the Barn One, so it's a franchise. If you guys have a chance, to look it up. It's it's um, the Barn One took place in the '80s. The Barn Two takes place in the '90s. The last little throwback thing. Um, Zombie Games is um also like kind of apocalyptic thing. Um, it's a take on um the Hunger Games. It's like reality, like kill or be killed. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm one of the contestants. My name is Ben Hillman. Um, the Terratunes 4 is a franchise. Terratunes 1, yeah. 2, and 3, Terratunes 4. So I'm honored to be part of a horror franchise. That's a big deal for yeah. me. And then Appetite for Sin is a vampire movie, but it's ladies are the vampires. Mm, okay. Wow. So the vampire movie, any man or, or woman that's a fan of the ladies and burlesque and all that, y'all really enjoy Appetite for Sin. <laughs> yeah, there we go, Kinsman. Right, go. right up our dark mind alley, right? Yes, that's right. That's right. Yeah. So uh, de- de- definitely uh, some amazing work to see you on the screen. I have a question, uh, yes. Lavari. When you're sitting there watching the finished product, uh, can, can you actually enjoy a movie you're in, or are you 
critiquing yourself the entire time? I haven't seen them yet, so I can't, I can't answer that question for you. I will say that the past films that I've done, uh, Matters of the Heart and Piece of the Action, I was able to enjoy myself. I was able to enjoy myself. Um, I, I'm kind of self-conscious in a way. So in a movie like Matters of the Heart, where I was limping and, and had an overbite and was spitting all over myself, you know, it's gross to other people. So, you know, yeah. I'm like, great. Now everybody's going to think I'm really like this, but it's good because I, li I like to get ugly or get, you know what I mean? Yeah. For things. So I, I can't answer you though, because I haven't seen, I haven't seen um, any of them yet because none of them are out yet. But the, the other two films I'm in, did I critique myself? No, physically I critique myself. But okay. acting wise, no, because I I do get into the character. I am that character while the, the camera's rolling. I'm that character. Nice. Yeah. I think yeah, I, I think I, if I was sitting in the theater and yeah. knew a part was coming up, I'd be the one to spoil my own movie. I don't know. Like you'd be like, here's the part where I get killed, right? Or are you that type, uh, you know, when uh you know, an explosive, juicy, you know, killing scenes coming about? Well, no, there, there, it's funny because the, the, the film piece of the action, which is the remake yeah. of the Sidney Poitier, Bill Cosby from, from the 70s, also called Piece of the Action, that yeah. did a two-week run at, um, it, it was in various theaters um, in the U.S., but it did a two-week run in um, Cityplex 12 in Newark because most of it was filmed in Newark. And so um, I went, I basically went to almost every one of the shows i swear to you and because that was the first film of mine like in theaters where i had a speaking role supporting role that was in a movie theater that i wasn't an extra and it was one of my first speaking role films and that was in also in 2018 the so to answer your question though there's a scene in piece of the action where i i am like threatening some people and, and i like hearing the reaction like i heard some people can you curse on the show or no yeah, go ahead. You you can go nuts. Yeah. Well, I'll, I don't have to, but I'll say <laughs> like there's something that they're like, "What an a hole! What an a hole!" You know what I mean? Like, so I love hearing the, my character, like people responding in the theater. Then there was another movie called Matters of the Heart, which also screened at Cityplex for about a week in okay. Newark, and something happened to me in that movie, and I heard somebody yell out, "Good for his ass!" <laughs> so, <laughs> so, I like that. There I like when go. people are responding responding to me yeah and I, i'm also i'm also i'm not in, in most of the films i'm doing i'm mostly bad like like a like a jerk which is great because i'm a nice guy in person so i get to be a jerk and an a-hole in the movie nice. yeah nice nice yeah so when i when i last seen you uh it was for a celebrity boxing event and now that was in atlantic city but you were living in new jersey but now you've moved to atlantic city correct that's yes. That's still New Jersey. Oh, sorry, yeah, it's Canadian. You were in Newark, right? Okay. You, I know what you mean. I'm in a different city. Yes, yes. You were in Newark before. Yes, but here's the thing. See, I, I truly feel, you know, Lavari, which is of Italian descent. You know, a lot of it is 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 Roman gypsy, and some people get offended by the word gypsy, but uh, um, I'm not going to get offended by the word, and I. And back it in my ancestry, there there were gypsies, so tribes. So if I want to use that word, I'm using that word. That being said, um, my ancestry is a lot of Roman and gypsy and travelers. Mm -hmm. You know, gypsies travel a lot. You know, 
I truly feel that. I'm truly, you know, feel that ingrained in me. I, I, it seems like I can't stay in one place for more than two years. Right. I love picking up and going. I, I grew up in, I grew up in Queens, New York, and then I moved to Manhattan, and then I moved to the Bronx, and then I moved to Brooklyn, then I moved to Jersey City, then I moved to Newark, then I moved to Philadelphia. Now I'm in Atlantic City, and it's nothing about rent. I pay my rent. I'm not getting evicted from anywhere. <laughs> You're a vagabond on the run, right, Jerry? Uh, no, no, on the run. <laughs> it's just that I get, I, I, I just like experiencing different places. And then I'll fall in love with a place such as Atlantic City. You know, I was doing a lot with celebrity boxing. Yeah. Um, and we did, you know, we did the pay per view event in June, which was another dream come true because I always wanted to like be on some pay-per-view thing, you know, and that happened. Um, but we're doing another, I'm doing celebrity boxing again, um, October 2nd in Miami. Mm -hmm. And I will be performing there. And I will also be performing at celebrity boxing again in Atlantic city on November 6th. So, and I'll be doing um, a song from one of my albums, but uh, what was your question about Atlantic city? Well, I you you moved there, and uh, mm -hmm. I, now that you mentioned celebrity boxing, I don't want to lose that. Obviously, I've been part of celebrity, and those yes, events, that's how I met you. Yes, that's right, and, and those events are something else, right? Like they are right. just amazing, fun, creative. Damon Feldman, I, I to me, the guy's a genius. What he does, and and, and coming up in October, he has Lamar Odom versus Riddick Bowe, and and I will be there. I will be performing. Are, are you doing the anthem again? Yes. Well, here's the thing. So I'm gonna do the national anthem at one, and I'm gonna do one of my songs at one of my tracks at the other. I think right now we're aiming for me to do my song at the November one in Atlantic city and the national anthem at the one in Miami. Yeah. That's, that's what we have so far, but it could be switched up. I mean, I'm definitely doing both of them, but I think, yeah, I think I am doing the anthem and, in Miami. And back to my original question. Now the move to Atlantic city, it looks like you're already jumping on that scene because you have a show coming up in Atlantic city, correct? I do. And I have, okay. So here's the thing. So, and I, I actually just, it, this was just a, a you know, um, how do you want to say it? A last minute sort of booking thing. Mm -hmm. So I, there's a, you guys know Cirque du Soleil, right? Yeah. Cirque du Soleil. So they have a Cirque du Lisque. <laughs> okay. I, I was wondering. Cirque du Lisque. Okay. With a lot of burlesque performers. However. They do their they do their thing, man. You want to talk about acrobats? Let me tell you. So I went because my friend AC Mike. Thank you, Lori. I I'm, I just saw the um yeah. I just happened to see the banner go by. Thank you, Lori. Um, my friend AC Mike. AC, yeah. He was the celebrity ringmaster um for the Cirque de Risque over the weekend, and so I I attended and I met with the people there and they contacted me to they said, Lori would you be a celebrity ringmaster? I was like, uh, yeah, I'd be honored. So that's going to happen um, this Friday, this Friday, September 3rd, Atlantic City at the showboat, um, Cirque de Risque. It's, it's amazing. But I want to tell people, like, I first walked in, right? And, you know, of course, you know, people, come on, let, let's be real. It's called Cirque de Risque. People are going there. They, they, they expecting to see pasties and, you know, half-naked people. That, that's the attraction. That's why they're calling it Risque. But I got to tell you, like five minutes into the show, you you wouldn't care if they were if they were completely clothed like me. 
because they were amazing. They, the same things that you guys see in Cirque du Soleil, the jumping off, you know, the jumping off the thing. I don't even know the proper terminology, forgive me, but, you know, the, the hundred foot cascading right. poles and they're climbing down or there's that, I call it the hamster wheel high up yeah. in the air and they're doing the hamster wheel. Then they're jumping from there onto the pole, the fire eating, like everything that's in Cirque du Soleil they're doing, except with less clothes. Wow. But it, it was amazing. Like I just, every, every single act, it was like almost two hours. And I'm just like, wow, 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 wow. You know? Yeah. So yeah. So I'll be the special guest celebrity ringmaster of that on Friday. Yeah. No, I'm not doing any acrobat things. <laughs> AC Mike. And actually, can I, can I do something? Can I, yeah, of course. can I do something on the show? If it's okay with you guys. What's that? So if it's okay with you guys, I would like to offer two free tickets to the show if anybody's going to be in Atlantic City this Friday. I don't know how you guys want to coordinate that. If, if anybody DMs you that's in Atlantic City, the first person to DM you guys maybe. Okay. They would like two free tickets to the yeah. show. If they're going to be in the Atlantic City, New Jersey area. Can we do that? Yes, of course we can we do can that. We can definitely do that. that. And we'll definitely uh, you know, see, see if someone out there is watching from your neck of the woods there. We'll, uh, we'll hook them up with some two tickets. And all right great awesome, we, yeah. we definitely will and if you haven't been to atlantic city before this this place is tremendous you know uh we also stay at the showboat and it's next to the hard rock and there's a whole bunch of nightlife but also i love going up the lighthouse there and of course the boardwalk is well jamie yeah that's where i'm at that's you're right on the boardwalk now no the my apartment my apartment view is the lighthouse Oh, really? So you're there. Yeah. And, and, and the fellow that works there, he's late 80s. Buddy. Yeah. Early 90s. Buddy, he's 93. His name is Buddy. Yeah. Well, you can literally see, actually, that's my, like, the lighthouse is literally, I don't want to give my address, you know, but the, <laughs> but, but, uh, the lighthouse is actually, um, they, that's my view. It's, it's literally about 20 feet away from my window. Like, legit. Yeah. It's a beautiful area. So yeah. that, that's my, and I love lighthouses. So to have that as, as my view is, is a blessing. Yeah. It's amazing. I still have the card in my wallet. The, the visit oh, the, I saw, what is it? I saw the light. That's what it says, right? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. But yeah. So I, I see the attraction uh, of living there. And, and Yeah, I don't gamble though. Okay. I don't gamble and I don't drink. So that part's out the window. <laughs> the most okay. gambling I do is sometimes I'll go, I'll go to, to, to um, resorts. And and I'll play the penny slots just so that I can get one of the free drinks, but I don't drink alcohol. Right. So, but I'll play the penny slots and I'll I'll get a free iced coffee. Right. Oh well, there you go. But I'll everything see. else, I don't I don't gamble. Like I have um Hard Rock, I have a card, and it has a certain amount of free money play on it. I haven't even used it yet. But yeah. but Ocean Resorts, I um when I got a card from there, I actually yeah. got two tickets to one of their shows. Um, Summer of Love, which was amazing, and my friend Christine Martucci is in it, so I got to see her, and you know, so that that was awesome. Yeah, yeah, just an amazing journey, my friend, and still to continue, and still big things to come. But uh, you know, we're we're very happy for you on this end, and you so much. and you're working hard, my friend, and uh, certainly pay off, right, Kinsman? It's uh, it's paying off for you, Lavari. Uh, Pleasure to have you on the show. And again, your your first trip to Canada is with your song, Moment of Love in the album, that it, it hit iTunes. Even though it only stayed there for a couple hours at number one, you still hold claim to fame. You were number one in iTunes uh, in Canada 
for a, a couple hours. Uh, no, no one can take that title from you ever. To be even be even make the top one hundred, I'm grateful. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. Um, and I'm also looking forward to being on Judge Jerry, Jerry Springer, Judge Jerry. Season three is going to be coming out on September 13th. Um, and my case, I have a case on Judge Jerry. It's going to be um, at some point during season three. So yeah. look out for that. Yeah. And there right. will definitely be celebrity boxing footage in that and footage of me performing and my music okay. videos. Etc. I'm not going to tell you if I won the case or if I lost the case, whatever, but that's yeah. Judge Jerry, Jerry Springer, the Jerry Springer. And I just want to shout out Britt. Hi, Britt and Reese. There we go. Britt awesome. and Reese. Oh. Connections, friends, right? That's it. And inside. And Carol inside. Says, Thank you so much, Lavari, for uh, the great information tonight. Yeah, exactly. uh, a lot, lot of new fans there, Lavari, just uh, just by coming on our show. I know uh, Jenica Byler. Can you go back to Jenica's comment? She uh, she knows someone in around uh, the Atlantic City area there. She's yeah. trying to get there. She says, uh, Jay Barker, can you make it to Atlantic City for a show? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe, maybe Jay's messaging us right now. We'll, uh, we'll see who, uh, who, who DMs us for the two tickets. All right. Yeah. Excellent. And as yeah. soon as you guys find out, Message me and I will put their names on the list. They will get in no problem Friday, this Friday, September 3rd, 8 p.m. But we'll send them, we'll send them all the information. That's Absolutely. awesome. And I need yeah, to head well, over to get I need to head over to get to get a Kins and Clomp shirt. How can we do that? How can I do that again? Uh, we're, we're gonna hook you up. Yeah, we'll 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 hook you up and uh and oh thank you guys. But yeah. but I might want more than one. So if I might want more than one, how do I do that? Where do I go? Well, what do I do? Well, if you go on our page, there's a link to the online store, and you can order as many as many as you like. <laughs> Excellent. And what's that? And what's the link? Uh, so it's right on our main page. Uh, we have it pinned to the top, and it's also on my personal page. I just posted it today. Fantastic. About the whole link off the top of my head, but yeah, it, it, it's right pinned to our our, our Kins and Clomp live page. Right at the top of the Facebook page there, and uh, you can't miss it. Click on it. Again, a few things. We uh, we went solid on uh, our first day of the launch. Uh, a couple colors are already out, but uh, yeah, there, there's quite the selection there. Hoodies yeah. and uh, you know hats, t-shirts, tank tops, you name it. It's it's all in there. There it is. All right. Well, thank thank you so much so much, my friend. I can't wait to see you again in person and uh, keep up the awesome work. Thank you so much, Jamie. And thank you for always being so supportive of me. Mr. Kins, thank you so much for having me on the show. I'm so grateful to you both. No problem. And, thank, and you thank, so thank you guys in the comments. I'm going to go back and read, read the comments at the bottom, guys. Thank you so much. Awesome. All right. We'll talk soon. Thanks, much Lavari. love. Thank you. Thank Take you. care, bud. Have a great night. Pretty awesome story, right? You know, pretty awesome guy. And uh, you know, my 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 DM was going a lot. I don't know if I have any friends uh, tuning in from, let's say, down in uh, Atlantic City, USA area here. Let's just see here. All right. No, no one for the tickets. No one for the tickets yet. Okay. So, but it just tells you here, right? You know, you you just don't walk on to a horror set or a music video or record an album without you know one of the things i want to talk about next time is like 
all the work that happened beforehand, he he had a number one album. All the work that happened beforehand before he got to be in a horror movie. All the work that happened beforehand, you know, that he gets to star in, in these shows. It's it's not an easy journey. That it's years and years of the hard dedication and work and grinding it out. It, it's happy to see you know folks that are are really working towards their dream are getting the rewards. And and he's. He, He's the guy you see on the screen here, you know, uh, you know, outside of the show, um, real genuine, nice individual. Down to earth, humble, and, uh, you know, it doesn't take uh, anything for granted. He, uh, like you said, yeah, you know, even if it was one scene where you got killed in the first swoosh, uh, you know, the, you know, a swish of a knife or a bat or something like that, uh, hey, you were still in the movie and those little bit parts, look at them. He's now, he's now in five, five of them. Who, who can say that they're in five horror movies? Yeah. You know, especially during COVID times, you know, it's nice to see, uh, you know, the the movie industry getting back into the swing of things again. I'm I'm in a horror movie with you every Tuesday, Thursday, and Sunday, Kinsman. That's right. <laughs> okay, so when I was going to university, and uh, you know, '90s or whatever it was, yeah. Late 90s, and a guy pulled up, and gas was 49 cents a liter. And he said, I'll tell you, Sonny, he goes, If gas ever goes to a dollar a liter, no one's driving. Yeah, we're all parking. And uh, t -t today would be that day. And it's funny, I can remember growing up, my grandpa used to be always uh, fixated on the gas prices. 49, if it dipped below 50 cents, that was when everybody went and filled up the, the Reliant K cars. That's, uh, that's how old I am. Uh, the car that I used to have when I got my license. Could fill it up half a tank for five not five bucks would fill half a tank in a reliant k car i don't even know what five five bucks would even get uh, the needle moving today so how much is gas 93 bucks a liter what is uh, it no uh one uh, i think it was one 145 153 in some spots joanne says it's because of the long weekend no it's because of the hurricanes they say we believe it but uh, they say because of the hurricanes everybody had to uh, stop production on the rigs to uh you know i guess wait out these storms and of course, supply and demand. I, I guess gas. They they just like to to rip us off. You you would think they would plan for this every single year. Hurricanes always go through the Gulf. Just so happens there's more going through the Gulf side this year where these oil platforms are and the rigs. You think they'd have a stockpile somewhere? Said, you know what? Maybe we should just put some aside just in case. That would be so, the logical thing to do. <laughs> so. Well, you, you, you got to be on their board of directors, Kinsman. But, you know, uh, Janice is saying $1.40. Joanne saw $1.49. This reminds me of my dad in Thunder Bay. Thunder Bay is a big city, right? Yeah. So say he sees, um, I'll, I'll make a Timmins example. Say he sees $1.37 in Timmins. Okay. $1.365 in Porcupine. He will drive all the way to Porcupine to save that half cent and burn $12 of gas. I know, I know people in this city that do that. Uh, you know, the, the new Circle K at Algonquin and uh, Terry uh, on Cameron there, right there. Uh, that Circle K usually is a, a little bit cheaper than the other stations. And again, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll admit, you know, you'll drive to the cheaper gas. It's, it's funny what you'll do just to save a few cents where you know, you go blow a, you know, two bucks on a, a coffee every single day, right? You don't, you, you don't even blink or think when you're getting rid of a coffee for two bucks, let alone, you know, uh, one, one, 163, I do believe for, uh, so it's in the 160s for the premium gas right now. today. The, the, well, you must be rich putting that in your car. Premium, Kinsman. You no, not premium on my car. No, I, dri I, drive a, I drive a Nissan Sentra. I don't need premium in that thing. 
Carol said when, when you know when they were teenagers, they would split the cost. Me too, in my Chevette. Everyone put in five bucks if you want. They want rides to Burger King and everywhere. You you put in five bucks. That's right. Five bucks would fill half your tank, and then you'd still have five bucks, which would uh, usually get you lunch somewhere. Now five bucks uh, doesn't even get you a happy meal nowadays, does it? All right, Kinsman. Uh, so the the Timmins tuners have their annual car show coming up. Is it this weekend? Uh, this weekend, yes, it is Saturday at Narduzzi's. Just wanted to uh, send a shout out to uh, TJ and the crew, the Timmins Tuners, uh, eleven to three in Sopo in the Narduzzi's parking lot. This is their annual uh, car show, so you can come on by. And every year, they always put their money that they raise towards a, a special cause organization. And this uh, year, and this weekend, it's going to the Northern Ontario Families of Children with Cancer. NOFCC. So uh, TJ says, stop by 11 to 3. Say hi. Leave a donation. I'm uh, pretty sure they're going to, I think I saw there's going to be a barbecue set up. And of yeah. course, you can buy Timmins Tuners merch. And again, all the money going back to a great cause here uh, in the North. And of course, the money stays right here in the city. That's right. The, the porcupine. I hope you didn't say nothing bad about porcupine, Kinsman, because Joanne. No, I said, I said Sopo. I said sell porcupine. Right? You got to be careful because Joanne and I will get on your case. But the tuners and TJ, they're all doing awesome. They're always doing amazing things for the community. And their car shows are a lot of fun. A lot of fun. You, you get to see vehicles from the new souped up ones to like all the old classics. So that's right. Uh, the ones uh, I know, uh, Mater from, uh, you know, Cars uh, was down at one of the one of their car shows. In fact, uh, the poker run that uh, I took part in when you weren't here. Mm -hmm. uh, I ended up uh, taking part in that. Uh, the Maters, uh, my, my boys love that one. Again, uh, it's going to be a nice day to uh, take my little guys. Al always loving the, the race cars. And then when we get back into my little Nissan after my, my little guy, only five, says, Papa, you need a fast car like that one. They're already comparing cars now at five. <laughs> there he is. There, the, you didn't need to splurge. Spend some money. All right, Kinsman. You right. might. You, 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 you like this topic, eh? The the vaccination topic. Well, you know what? Uh, I don't know. No one, no, no one really likes to talk about anything <laughs> uh, COVID related, but uh, it, it's here. And I saw some uh, comments online, you know, bashing our Timmins Rock. It's not the Timmins Rock. It's uh, it's the league, NOJHL. This is uh, the times we live in, COVID times. You know, yeah. And uh, to be honest, vaxxed or no vaxxed, I don't care what you do. You know, wash mm -hmm. your hands. You know, wear your mask when you can you know, do your part. But if you don't uh, choose a vaccination, the NOJHL expanding their vaccination policy, stating that uh, all 12 arenas, including the, the Timmins Rock, uh, anybody going in to watch a game now will need to be fully vaccinated to gain access, or uh, you'll need to show proof of vaccination or, uh, you know, proof of medical exemption if you, if you don't need the vaccination. And again, to uh, gain access for anybody aged 12 years of age or under, they have to uh, get in and they'll be able to get in with a fully vaccinated parent or an adult. And that includes, Jamie, you ready for this? The list includes all players, coaches, staff, even the billets to be fully vaccinated and fans to attend any uh, NOJHL game this season. And that's not, not the, the NOJHL, it'll the OHL, the WHL, yeah. hockey, hockey leagues right across the country, uh, right around the world, uh, you know, doing this now. And uh, yeah, it is. It's, it, it, 
it's the whole league as, as yourself and Joanne said. So that is where we are. And also uh, you, you, you put this banner in, you, you touched my digital board Kinsman. And today I, 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 touched, I, I put some banners in there because mm -hmm. uh, I wanted to talk about this. Any parent can attest to this doing the, the e-schooling and even before e-schooling, when your little ones go back, you know, for uh, our sake, uh, my boy is, attend daycare and on the list of the, the COVID symptoms checklist that you would have to, uh, you know, fill out before your little ones can go in, runny nose was on the list. So even, uh, even if you're, you know, if you think it's allergies, if it's a cold, if it's something else, you know, it would be, you know, a red flag must be COVID. You need to go get tested. But now they've, uh, they've taken runny nose off the symptoms list for the daily school COVID checklist, which, uh, you know, you know, thank God for all parents out there because uh, we, we, we've gone through and burnt through a, a bunch of tests this summer. You know, with my little guy, you know, you, you got to be on the safe side, but now it's off the list. But now they, they, they just have the five main ones. So, you know, basically rule of thumb is if you're sick, stay home. They've got fever, chills, cough, barking cough, shortness of breath, loss of taste or smell, nausea vomiting or diarrhea so you know even without covid even before covid if you had any of those symptoms stay home you know until you're better then uh, go back to <laughs> and, and, and plus you know your kids have to go to school because you ran out of sick days and vacation days at kins and clomp live we, we, we don't have any of that so yeah you know my little my little guy you know when he gets uh, you know uh, even a, an allergy sniffle, the tickle mm -hmm. of the nose. It's funny. You know, maybe it's not funny. It's kind of sad. My, my little guy, three years old, Caden walks up to me and his nose was itching. And I said, what's wrong with your nose? You need a Kleenex? And he goes, Papa, we need to, we need to go for COVID test. I'm like, oh, COVID oh, test. you don't need to go yeah. for a COVID test. I said, you're, you're fine. But again, runny nose. I, I know a lot of parents out there, headaches. You know, when you do have the runny nose, you have to stay out until the test is, you know, negative. So you can go back. Thank goodness that is off list okay so on september the 2nd so thursday. yes so we are having what we call conversation with the candidates so it's different than a debate where the questions are pre-scripted we are going to ask the candidates one or two questions but the theme of the show is that people watching can ask the candidates questions mm -hmm. we uh, and you wanted to say this, and I agree. So we have four of the five candidates on. We did ask the representative for the Green Party. He has not gotten back to us yet. If he does by Thursday, he's welcome to join yeah, us. Yeah, they're, they're all welcome to come in. Yep. So, and, and an interesting fact here, Kinsman, part of our deal with The Surge, we're going to be streaming that show from The Surge on Thursday. So I'm going to have to keep you focused on the show, Kinsman, because you may be grabbing some of those kins and clomps, ordering them off. <laughs> well, definitely be having a, a few kins and clomps during uh, the discussion. Yeah. And again, it's uh, going to be live at The Surge. So if you you tune into the show, you're going to see The Surge as our backdrop. Again, uh, Kim Donovan and her staff, uh, we're, uh, we're teaming up with uh, them for the next, uh, the next year. That's our Timmins residency. So uh, if you're uh, going in for uh, an early pint, as uh, they say in the city, you know, seven o'clock to eight, uh, we'll be doing our show, which we're doing right now. It's going to be live at the surge. And, uh, you know, you, you just might be able to slip us a question. Anybody who actually goes to the surge and watches and uh, wants to ask the candidates a, a question, you know, we'll, we'll bring some paper, bring some pens. You, you write a question. We'll, we'll, we'll take questions live from the surge. Or, or they can just message us because it's 2021. Well, 2021. <laughs> I know it's good. Uh, is that too old fashioned? Yeah, it's good. Uh, 
Can I ask if the orange will be? I I I think she's referring to Charlie Angus and Charlie Angus has Charlie uh, has Angus just confirmed uh, as of yesterday, a couple days oh. ago. So yes, Charlie will be there. He was actually the first to confirm. Oh, was he? Uh, there? Okay. Yeah. Uh, there's Martin Peel. Well, you, you haven't missed it all yet, my friend. Uh, but yes, yeah, so that's Thursday. Uh, the candidates will be on the show, and we will definitely be making sure your questions get asked to the candidates, and uh, it'll be a lot of fun. It's not going to be one of those formal debates we we didn't want to do we want the people to be able to ask the questions they want to ask so. you know, just see how the candidates are doing obviously you know they, they they've all been thrown the election i don't think anybody was planning an election you know during a covid year but here we are and yeah they have to go out and do their campaigning so we're going to see how each candidate's doing you know if you have questions what to, what do you have planned obviously you know as someone put it saw a comment earlier today where it says you know what you can't be bashing any of the candidates no matter what their thought or opinion is on, you know, bettering the country, you know, at least they're trying to do something, you know, for change of the country. So, you know, they say until uh, until they say who's the winner, you know, you, you need to listen to everybody's party and, uh, you know, make it make an educated vote for yourself. Don't vote because someone says I'm not voting because I hate these people because, you know, you vote because of you. And that's uh, that's that's the whole issue. And there's Kinsman's lecture for the day. You tell that's, him. that's my lecture. That's right. Um, hey, guys, find out about the new Vers opening in Timmins. Uh, the new Vers opening? That might have been a typo. Let us know, uh, Joanne, and uh, we will uh, find out. Okay, so that is Thursday. Uh, we'll wait for Joanne to get back to us. Okay, so a couple more things. We talked about this last show, but since we love to eat... And we love the smile cookies that they're coming back, right? Yeah, smile cookies are uh, coming back. It is going to be September 13th, I want to say. Mm -hmm. We just find the, uh, yes, uh, September the 13th through 19th. So keep those loonies handy. And again, all the money raised goes right back to the D.A.R.E. program. And uh, just because it's not going to be associated with the TPS or in schools, it's still associated with the guy. They should make his face on the cookies for one season. Uh, Rick Lemieux is uh, in charge. Of course, the more cookies that we eat that week, the more money that goes back to uh, some amazing programs, Jamie. Uh, a few, uh, I, a few uh, notches where the money will go. Uh, money to camps in 2022, uh, the D.A.R.E. camps, uh, partnerships with Timmins Con, anti-bullying programs in 2022. Uh, Rick Lemieux also introducing homeschooling for the D.A.R.E. program. It's not in schools, yes, but Rick can uh, set you up with homeschooling to teach you, uh, teaching D.A.R.E. evenings or on weekends for grades, uh, students in grade six and seven, summer days at the park, also uh, a partnership with TMAC for anti-bullying partnerships. So uh, again, that's where your buck goes for the, the cookies. So it might not be good for the waistline, but it's uh, definitely good for the D.A.R.E. program. There it is. Okay. Uh, yeah, we love it. And Rick's going to be on the show September 7th with Jason Dennis from the NOE talking about Minicon and he'll talk about this program. So looking forward to that. So uh, we, we've mentioned a few uh, uh, times that we have launched the new merchandise site where you can order uh, some of the Kins and Klomp apparel online. Yeah. And we're going to have new, like new designs coming out once a month. We're going to have a bunch of new stuff. So first of all, thank you so much for everyone that's ordered. Like, thank you tremendously. Like we get the notifications when people have hit the site and have ordered because it says, okay, Kins and Klomp, you have so-and-so going out in order to, you know, yeah. let's say Lori. I know Lori Balls bought a few shirts. I know uh, the boys from Full Beer Brewing have bought uh, a bunch of shirts. Thank you, Benji and uh, Jonathan. And again, 
if we had a said uh, we'd be that successful with the launch on day one, we we would have been lying to you. But uh, thank you so much for the support. Yes. Um, so we we want to make sure that people are also aware for so for, for Sierra who's battling cancer and, and i'll let you of course speak to this mark but we do have cancer can suck it hoodies on oh, the yes. merch site and all the you know the money earned from these hoodies 100 percent are going towards uh you know sarah and her family what what is what is what is the latest update on sierra? uh latest updates uh obviously uh, for those who don't know sierra you know tied in with uh my family personally you know my my boy's older sister is sierra and uh, she's uh, battling a salivary gland tumor. And they were in Sudbury again, uh, mom and Sierra in Sudbury. And latest uh, updates, uh, let me just read it here. It says, uh, the tumor is affecting the bone of the roof of Sierra's mouth. Surgery is still slated for Toronto. She will uh, need to get the tumor and some of the bone removed. It's uh, in the top, if you can imagine, the top of your palate of your mouth is where they've... Uh, located this tumor uh, they will potentially need to put a plate in the roof uh, roof of her mouth and maybe eventually uh, reconstructive uh, surgery after the fact so again uh, you know not uh, not the the best of news uh, that we were hoping for but uh, you know dental surgeons have stated that you know they should be able to get all of it hopefully they can get all of it when they when they swoop in for uh, the surgery but again it's going to be a long road to recovery and again, if you if you want to do your part, uh, Sierra, the cancer can suck at hoodie. She designed it, so awesome. Yes, and they look great, and it goes to a great cause. And uh, Joanne says they caught it early, uh, so that is uh, well. They said it's low, yeah, low grade, so. That is good news. So our hearts are with her. And uh, yeah, so if, if you go on the site and you do see the cancer can suck at hoodies, that's an the explanation of why they're there and where the 100% of the proceeds will be going. Um, oh, look here. Here's oh, uh, Sierra, you got this girl. Absolutely. Lori Ball, great comment. Yes, thank and, you, Lori. Uh, Jason Dennis says, and we and Dare Timmons will have a big announcement on Kins and Klopp Live, your show, Kinsman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. On uh, on September the yeah. 7th, yes, there Jason Dennis. Uh, we, we love Jason, and again, uh, we can't wait to share the news. A big tie in with us, uh, with them, and uh, yes. So we got Joanne's asking, is oh the new vet opening? Yes, you mentioned this to me the other day, didn't you, Mark? There's a new is there, there, there is a new vet. Uh someone just said there's a new vet opening. Any I, I don't have any of the, the details, but uh, I do know that there is a new vet. And I heard that you know, you always hear online they're not taking any uh, you know, you never hear they're too full, no room for new vacancies, but apparently uh, this place will be uh, looking to take in all, uh, you know, the people looking for vets. There we go. Okay, we're looking the new vet. Now, if anybody has some details on this new vet, uh, post it in our comments. We'll uh, we'll read it on the show before we go here. Maybe someone's working for the new vet, but uh, you know, welcome welcome to Timmins. And yes, we definitely need a new vet. You always hear the stories. Need to drive to Iroquois Falls. Got to drive the Cap. Uh, you know, my current vet doesn't take new uh, new patients, new pets. So it's nice to see uh, more more room, more vacancy, as they say. Right. What did you say? Uh, where where battalions was? Hmm. All right, pal. So tomorrow, before we wrap it up, it's time to get ready to draw the name for three hundred dollars in yes. store credit from Bell Park Road Square. But 
also we're gonna make the arrangements to wash their vehicle now i told you <laughs> i told you to start working out yeah i gotta start working on the arm curls uh we're gonna be doing the squeegeeing vacuuming again uh we've got the bucket uh, the sponges the soap it's uh, it, it's gonna be a good day and again someone in the ballots uh, yeah, you had till tonight, by the way, uh, six o'clock. So if you if you made it into the Bell store up until six o'clock this evening, ballots unfortunately have, have now shut off and cut off. But mm -hmm. uh, we'll uh, we'll definitely be drawing the winner. Three hundred dollars in store credit again. If you're looking for a new phone upgrade, that will cover your upgrade. Basically, we we pick the package where you can, you know, uh, take your old uh, jalopy of a phone and say, I want I want the new iPhone 12 Pro. That's what I picked up. Uh, mm -hmm. This brand brand new even comes in a nice blue case. In fact, that's uh, that's property of uh, the Bell Store at Park Road Square. So All right, I'm not only preaching this contest. I'm also a customer. At, so uh, the Bell Store. Show, sh just to wrap things up, can, can you show us your car washing skills? Like, give me a little bit of this. <laughs> wax on. Yeah. Wax off. Wax uh, on. Wax off. Pathetic. <laughs> <laughs>